What's good, suckers? I bet y'all was expecting my boy Riley Escobar to come through today, huh? Well, that ain't happening. At least not today. So I bet y'all want to know how I got here, huh? Even though there was a few locked doors, I'll let's just say I let myself in. I guess we about due for introductions, huh? Chillin' man, yeah yo, I'm good yo, I'm good yo You know Gucci, you know I'll hit maintain and tryna do my thing yo Good to know man, you, what's good fam, you good? Yeah I'm good yo, you know, you know try and flood the streets or whatever You know how we do man, we just try, you know We try elevate You know briefcase state of mind, you know So, my name is SS Pony Deluxe For the sake of simplicity, just call me Pony so originally I was sent here because my boy Riley got his hands full with a project. So all he really asked me to do was just submit the project, upload it to the websites and whatnot, you know, the whole nine yards. So I decided to do him one better and record one myself, you know, to help a brother out. And no, I'm not just saying that because I lost the original project file. I'm genuinely trying to help my guy out. So as you know, me and Riley got some history. We go way back, like high school way back. I was introduced to him as like a friend of a friend. And then as we got older, we realized we was on the same mission. We tried to take over this dirty city. Riley and I are not the only ones on this particular mission. So keep your ears and eyes open for a gentleman named Maurice Valentino and another dude named Blue Troll 22. The four of us are trying to find a way to hit the stage in our own way. So don't sleep on us. We are further along than you think. Another reason why I'm here is to give my boy a break. He be having projects after projects after projects. I guess that's what happened to him when you're important. And unfortunately, he's learning a difficult lesson right now, which is don't tell people that you're good at something because they definitely gonna ask you to do it. And unfortunately for Riley, he's good at a lot of things and the world already knows. I've seen my boy get pulled around like rope in a tug of war game, but he seems to be happy. So it is what it is. And don't think I forgot about the elephant in the room either. I came here to give him a break from you. Yes, you. Don't try to click away. I'm as work hard, stand up all night to make sure these podcasts come out right. And I've got to see y'all drop a dime for my boy. If it was up to me, I would set up a Patreon and put his cash app in the bio. This is some high quality work right here. Y'all need to pay up. Why you think he even taking this break? Because there ain't no check involved. Of course, that's not what he going to say, but I'm going to say it. Send my boy some donations. Show him some love. If we black folks don't support black businesses, then who will? We cook the food and we eat the food, so you might as well pay for it, right? I'm just saying, if you want our people to move mountains, then we gotta sponsor it. Okay, okay, okay. I'm done ranting. So from what I can understand is, this podcast is in place to get the gears in your melon moving. To get you to thinking about stuff and how life works and whatnot. At first I thought this was about dating and whatnot. But I guess it's a talk about life as well. Everything's all connected after all. So, without further ado, let's get into the show. What I want to talk to you fine folks about today is living in the modern day of 2022. Like, today is the fourth month of the year, and it's already been a little bit chaotic. We're coming off the cusp of a pandemic, and we're kind of just pretending that it's not there. And honestly, the modern day of, like, actual today, in my opinion, is kind of scary. Well, in the past, we had some guarantees, you know. As soon as you left high school, you can just probably grab a job at a warehouse or at a construction site. Or we had factories and workshops and stuff like that, right? 
So the little mundane stuff is gone now. It's not like you can walk right out of high school and grab a job and be set for life. All the simple livings is gone just about. Whatever entry-level job you thought you could grab has now been replaced with a machine. Like all my supermarkets and all my gas stations got self-checkout. Going to the store is completely obsolete now that everything gets delivered. Hell, even going to a restaurant is obsolete. Honest to God, it, it is scary to me. Because we're beyond the age of simple solutions. Let me rephrase that. We're beyond the age of previous solutions. The stuff that we known to work is just gone now. And it is not anybody's particular fault. You can't point at like one individual and say like, yeah, it's that guy's fault that we live like this. If we had to blame something, we have to blame the changes in technology. I honestly believe that, uh, what's the best way I can put this? The correlation of how we communicate with each other, it kind of runs parallel to the technology we were able to come up with. In other words, if you want to see a dramatic shift or change in society, pay close attention to how we talk to each other. Like before we had phones, we had mail, right? So everything was hands-on and local then. If you didn't have it, you either had to learn how to make it or work at a warehouse and make it yourself or something like that. And then we started switching over to wired telecommunications. First, it was like this little machine where you press a button and it beeps in a rhythm. And you had to basically guess what the person was saying through the rhythm they were sending through. Was it Morse code? I think it's Morse code. That's when we started developing factories and started having a little bit less hands-on, a little bit more machine work. And then we came up with the payphone. As soon as we got the payphone, we went to the moon. Our flying machines just went top tier after that. And then we started developing bombs and super weapons and stuff like that. I think it's about the same time as the era of the atom bomb, if I believe. Then let's skip ahead to the cell phone. The cell phones run on both Wi-Fi and radio waves. So now we're at the point where our cars drive themselves. And space travel is like a Disney cruise. You can go there casually now. Yeah, it might cost you half a million dollars, but you can do it. It seems now that 5G towers are around the corner. A generational shift is right around the corner behind it. I'm willing to bet this decade we're probably going to have working holograms. And they're going to be like common for everyday use. What I'm trying to get is, if you pay close attention to what the changes in technology are, you can probably guess the generational shift. Because every time technology changes, so does the culture. The culture shifted so fast and so dramatically that I'm already having back-in-my-day discussions, and I'm not even 30 yet. It's exciting seeing all of the new technology coming out left and right. But I will say that it's kind of depressing that if I were to have a child today, that he will never know what a Toys R Us is. Hell, I don't even know any kids that still play with toys, let alone play outside. It gives me this strange mixed feeling, you know? Half of me wants to say these kids don't know what they're missing out on, because we had a lot of ways to entertain ourselves in the past. But on the other side of that coin, you don't need all of the stuff we had back then. Everything's so brand new and optimized, you kind of can go without it. Like, yeah, kids don't have toys anymore, but we're in a tablet generation where everybody lives on YouTube and phone games. So you can pay like over 100 bucks for a glass square rectangle and it'll raise your child for you. Another thing I want to bring to light is, uh, what is it? That now that we're coming off the cusp of a pandemic, a global one at that, this particular pandemic shut down the world. And due to certain reasons and guidelines, I probably can't say the name of it. But I'm pretty sure we all know what I'm talking about. Like I was saying, what I want to bring to light is, I'm afraid that we might have developed into a culture that learned how to not basically make contact and communicate with each other. For about two years, it was taboo to be in the same room with somebody. 
the things that you can do and say to another individual was determined by their level of uh, was determined by their level of preparation and paranoia. So instead of guessing on people's living circumstances, people just develop basically video calling, a way of communicating and seeing face to face, and yet not at the same time being in the same room. Honestly, it's pretty good because now uh, something like remote work is now at an all time high. So you can easily work from home if you have everything already set up. The issue now is that it comes with like a level of loneliness and coldness. In my opinion, it's like another level of texting. It's hard to read how somebody's feeling or how they're doing or better yet, read the room if you're not in it. I don't know if it bothers anybody else, but it kind of bothers me knowing that the other person on the other side of the line might not be wearing pants and I could accidentally find out. So between remote work and video calling, texting, and all that good stuff, right? The Wi-Fi, the internet, videos, everything. We've come to a point where I can say something along the lines of, I would like to come see you, but it's not optimal. It's a lot easier on my resources to just call you and look at your face and do a phone, do a phone lens, you know, than it is to see you. So you can be sub, not surrounded. I can't use that word. You can have access to a lot of people in your life and still feel like you're alone because you're not in the room with these people. I feel as though that's a huge problem with the youngest generation and hell, even the current generation because we still technically didn't get used to this. This way of living is probably at the most three years old, right? Yeah, I'll say it's about three years old. So unless you've already been living your life like this, it's hard to adjust. Even if you have been living your life in somewhat kind of isolation, you still have the option to walk out the house, you know? Go to a restaurant. Maybe if you don't talk to anybody, you can just feel the atmosphere, be in the air with these people. I feel as though, like, human-to-human interaction is necessary to not go crazy in this world. If you, I mean, whether or not you believe the Bible, it does say man is better off not being alone. And I find that wholly true. There's a lot of people walking around with loneliness issues and depression because they feel like they're by themselves. And they also feel like they shouldn't because they're surrounded by people. Well, I said that wrong again. You have access to a lot of people. So how can I be talking to all of these people, seeing all of these people, and still feel alone? Well, it's because of something most people really don't have a singular name for. Some people call it aura, chakras, energies, whatever. But it's just the mere presence of another person in the same room. I think people nowadays underestimate how important that is. Like something like touch depravity. I didn't even know that was a thing. Like you can just start suffering like psychological damage because you haven't gotten hugged recently. Honestly, that's crazy to me. Luckily for somebody like myself, I got a handful of touchy-feely friends. So they'll hug me on a whim. So that would hug me on a whim, so I don't got to really worry about that. And I'm close to my immediate family, so I'll go over there and get some hugs anytime. Like, it's, it's not like I don't have access to it. But there's a surprising amount of people that don't have that. I'm not even talking as extreme as physical touch. I mean something as simple as sitting down on a sofa next to somebody. Going out to eat and just having somebody across the table. Stuff like that honestly changes you, and you have to be careful with that. It can potentially make you bitter resentful or just straight up depressed. It makes life feel like it's a lot more difficult than what it is because you don't got nobody around to share the load with you. You don't even necessarily need them to carry the burden of the everyday life. Sometimes all you need is somebody to talk to, just somebody in the room. 
I personally keep a close eye on people like that. I feel as though those are the most people that are most dangerous. Because they will self-destruct behind closed doors and you will never know. What usually happens is that they adjust to living life like that. They get so used to living in some type of isolation that when it's time to ask for help, they usually don't ask. They develop this mindset of something like, you wasn't here this whole time, why would you be here for me now? Or something like, you're only trying to help me to be nice. You don't actually care about me. Because if you did care, you would have been here a lot longer or a lot sooner. Not only is that mindset dangerous to me, but well, just dangerous in general. But now that technology has evolved, it's a lot harder to catch it. So if you don't recognize it, you'll, it'll fly right over your head. So usually people will go to forums or talk to a professional for help about this. But now what they do for a cry of help is they casually joke about the amount of depression medicine they take on social media or something. There's probably a lot more obvious clues out there, but that's the only one that can really come to mind to me right now. So it's honestly scary living in 2022 because everything you thought would work or used to work, it doesn't work anymore. It's hard to get a job. It's hard to find your bearing in life. It's hard to find people to hang out with. It's definitely not easy, even though technically life is easier. I kind of find it crazy how easy it is for us to joke about going to World War III, but how hard it is to find a friend in 2022. <laughs> Another aspect that I noticed that this basically poor behavior is coming out in is basically in the dating scene. The best way I can put it is usually when you're surrounded by friends or certain people, you have a certain level of peer pressure around you, you know? There's just this element of don't do that that's in the room sometimes. And if you're around friends and family, that will check you if you start acting a fool. So when you have certain expectations or certain feelings about something, you would usually have somebody around to check you on that. But now that we're in the 2022s, in the realm of isolation, there's nobody around to tell you that what you're asking for is probably crazy. Because most of us are by ourselves most of the time, we sometimes end up living our lives, I think the word is vicariously with a V, through somebody else. In other words, you basically pretend to be that person or you imagine life as that person or having that person's lifestyle without actually being there. You see somebody else's experiences and growth and stuff like that, and you pretend that is you, basically. Or you wish that was you. So now that you exposed yourself to this person's lifestyle through social media or YouTube or whatever, that's the life you want to live immediately, right now. But you completely ignore the reality of the fact is that person is probably living a rare lifestyle. Something you just can't easily walk upon or come across. And even if you was to meet that person or a person that lived that lifestyle in real life, you more than likely won't recognize them. Especially when it comes to wealthy people. They've gotten extremely good at hiding their money. And better yet, if you have that kind of money, you can probably hide somewhere outside the bus line and you'll never see them. And now that everything gets delivered, you probably will never see them in a store, technically. So those rich people you see in those videos in the store, they're probably only there to show off. Because everything in their store could probably get sent to their house. Hell, they could just buy the store. Another thing you have to keep in mind about that situation is... Sometimes you might not realize it that that lifestyle is not for you. Yeah, it looks glorious and glamorous on paper. But the work you have to put in to maintain that lifestyle is extremely difficult. The wealth you earn is proportionate to the hard work and preparation you do. So if somebody's filthy rich, he probably doesn't sleep a regular sleep schedule. Everything he does is on a clock. And all the time he has to himself is probably five minutes or less. 
So if you want to be that guy or meet that guy, it'll be extremely difficult. Not impossible, but just hard. So from what I can tell, what's going on is everybody in some type of way is living vicariously through a wealthy person or living vicariously through a person who's living a lifestyle that's rare, both at the same time and in isolation. So we all see something we can't have, but we all want it. And because we kept exposing ourselves to it, we think it's easily and readily available. And what makes it a really huge issue is that the majority of the population is normal people. We can't live like that or do that so easily. It'll probably take me about three years to save my money to go out and go overseas to go see something I could probably care less about. Just in the name of a flex. So let me try to explain it in a way that everybody can understand. We all know what Peter Pan is, right? There's a fairy that gave him powers that can fly. So imagine if everybody every day was watching Peter Pan movies and videos and stuff like that. And then every day these people go up in public places or go into forums and stuff like that and say something like, man, it kind of sucks that we can't fly. I don't want to deal with people that can't fly because I want to fly. But unless you learn how to fly a plane or a helicopter, that's obviously not going to happen. And let's be honest, you're not going to recognize a, a pilot or like a jet engine fighter on the street like that anyway. So it's damn near out of the question, but everybody want it. And for me to wrap this back around to dating is, everybody wants something that's not readily available. So because we can't get what's readily available, we get upset and disappointed and don't want to deal with each other. It's like a one in a million chance of finding what you're looking for, but you will only give respect and love to that one in the million. And to make things worse, you probably won't even recognize that one in the million. So all of that stacking on top of each other that I talked about before, and what I'm currently talking about in the dating scene now, calls for a huge psychological mess. So you're lonely with no friends around to check you, no family around to hug you, looking at impossible lifestyle, and probably bitter and or upset or depressed. And then now it's time to interact with another person in the dating scene where all of that's odds stacked against you. Now you got to find somebody to spend the rest of your life with. And the crazier part about it is that that other person might not have all of that baggage or you might not even have all of that baggage. But it's unavoidable that all that you might have most of not all of those attributes. And now there's two people with that problem. There's two people basically going crazy in their living room in isolation. And they got to find a way to spend the rest of their lives together. So you can already see how that can get messy by itself. I didn't even mention the online dating aspect of it. It's hard to maintain retention and respect for somebody you can replace with a click of a button. I will say it's not that easy for guys, but $40 goes a long way and that's where I'm going to leave it. So it almost sounds like you just set two bipolar people to sit in a room and tell them to try to work something out. I want to be by myself and with somebody special at the same time, and so do you. So we just dealing with this double oxymoron and we could care less about each other. It's just a mess and a half, honestly. And honestly, the craziest part about it is that all of this happened because our cell phones got a little bit smarter. All because technology had one more breakthrough. I will apologize, though. There is some good news out there, even though I've been not feeding you nothing but bad news this entire time. But it truly isn't all bad. You can find a way to make it work. And it's not too late to reset yourself and put yourself back on a healthy way of living. It's going to be expensive, but you can do it. If anything, if you can come up with an original idea, you could probably make a good boatload of money around this time. There's a kid that's a millionaire out there who made millions of dollars off of selling a picture of a monkey. 
So people will buy anything nowadays. So as long as you got something to sell, you got something to work with, you know. So before all else, you got to get your mind into a healthy place. You got to develop healthier habits and start going to do healthier things, you know. It all starts with you. And I'm not going to tell you that it's going to be easy. It's definitely not. And then once you get yourself into somewhat of a mental healthy space, then you will start naturally avoiding the things that make you toxic or make you sick. You kind of have to maintain your mentality the same way you would maintain a diet almost. Like if you start drinking water and eating more salads, then you'll start doing it more out of habit than out of necessity. Once you get your mind into a healthier place, it becomes a lot easier to ground your expectation into reality. It makes it easier to determine the proper outcomes that's for you. And you will change your mindset from settling for less to taking the best of what you can get. Well, I'm completely out of crap to talk about, so I'm going to get out of here and get the show back to the previous host. Well, it's been real. Take care, y'all, and have a good one.